Hey folks, welcome to the water cooler. I know it's been a minute since you've heard this voice on here, but uh, old Gary worked down for us solidly, like he always does. But uh, I've been away trying to get a little this, get a little that going on. I've been working like crazy, man, and uh, I've actually been in the works with some companies here and there, trying to get our name out there. And one specific one is uh, Drives Football. On our next podcast, we will go into depth, or at least I will, about how everything works and that like that. So shout out Dylan Falaski and Drives Football. Uh, look them up on Instagram, at Drives Football. Uh, you can learn a lot from that right there. And uh, in today's episode, we'll be talking about football, football, football. We'll go, we've got a lot of football to talk about. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we've got some NBA and some MLB stuff to also cross over. So uh, let's get right into this, dude. How yeah. you freak been, brother? Dude, good. Long time no see, at least on the water cooler side of things. I know, man. It's been crazy. I uh, started up my own little company, this and that. Tried to, at least. And, uh, heck, I got a lot of stuff going for me that, going for me back home. But it sucks that you're in, all the way in Alabama. You know what I mean? I know, right, man? I <laughs> missed you, but something I couldn't think better to start off talking with. Give me your performance of the day. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. Do I have one for you? You're actually going to be like, wow. He, he, uh, he did his research. Re- research. Research. Uh, it's called Rumble in the Jungle. Okay, this might be my favorite one that we've done yet. Go you know, and tell him about it. Rumble in the Jungle, baby. I want to hear it. On October 30th, 1974, I mean at 20th of May Stadium, Mr. Muhammad Ali himself knocks out the great George Foreman, gets his belt back, Oh, baby, let's go. Well, shoot, that's a great one. You know what the famous uh, move from that fight is, don't you? Is that when he was bobbing and weaving? That's the rope-a-dope. Rope-a-dope When right you there, get man, back that... up on the rope and Foreman had to punch him so many times, he ended up tiring himself out. Yeah. That's how he got knocked out. Man, Ali's a goat, baby. I love that dude to death. But, yeah, yeah that's, my, that's my performance of the day. Like I said, the rumble in the jungle. When he knocked him out in the eighth round, that yeah. place went out, baby. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Dude, there's probably going to be a lot of Ali performance in the days at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'll be one of the most talked about, like, performance of the days kind of people. No no kidding. Well, speaking of performances, what do you think about Lamar Jackson finally beating the Chiefs? Buddy, he got lucky. Don't get me wrong. He played a heck of a game. Like, he did. He balled out, buddy. Buddy balled out. Don't get me wrong. But if Pat Mahomes passes that ball when that running back fumble, I mean, they got the game right there, bro. Why would you run the ball when you have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill? Like, those are three of the greatest players of our generation, or at least will be. And you gonna give them the ball? Cause Andy Reid wanted me to lose in fantasy. Oh yeah, that's what it was. I have Mahomes and Tyreek. That hurt my heart to see. Yeah, that's tough right there. You know what's sad too? I have uh, Devonta Adams and the Packers have just been doing me in lately too. That's tough. Yeah. It sounds like you got a you got a pretty good quarterback and two solid, at least a flex and a or at least two solid wide receivers and a flex at least. Yeah, on paper I do. They just put it together (laughs) on the field. Yeah, man. But like I said, if you don't give the running back the ball in that situation and, and it goes back to the what Seahawks and uh, Patriots like you got yeah. Russell and Tyler Lockett like bro throw the ball don't or uh, with I mean sorry it's such vice versa right there you got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield run the ball you got some no name back there you got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback you got Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey I mean, come on. Well, you know, the one thing about this, though, it means Lamar and like, Mahomes is actually a rivalry now and not just oh, Lamar yeah. getting beat. So, 
Yeah, that is very true. That is very true, and it, it is good for football. It's very, it's very good for the NFL. Do you think this could be like the new Brady Manning type deal? Oh, for sure, for sure, dude. We have two really dynamic quarterbacks. I mean, mm-hmm. franchise quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just hope, like, cause I feel bad. It seems like Peyton had the talent, you know. Not that Brady doesn't, but Brady won. And that's kind of how that rivalry was and, like, the layout of it. But it's like, it seems like Mahomes has, been, has all the talent and is doing all the winning. Yeah, so. it, it, that is true. <laughs> that's a bad thing about, uh, like, not having, a, like, I would, I guess you would say, like, a really, really hardcore dynamic wide receiving core. Like, if you don't have at least two wide receivers who are going for seven catches, 80-something yards a game, like, you're really not going to be able to say, our team did much. Like the quarterback's gonna have to freaking get the ball out of his hands, run somewhere, yeah. and you you see it with Lamar Jackson. Like he's got Marquise Hollywood Brown, yeah. Sammy Watkins, but I mean those guys are so inconsistent. It's like dang, he's really got himself. I was about to say I like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked him at Oklahoma, dude. He was a G. He could ball. Well, what do you think about the Packers too? I know I had them as like a dark horse Super Bowl team, and Ooh, they just I, haven't looked like it so far. It was. I don't know, going into this season, it was going to be so hard to, like, just say that Aaron Rodgers is going to do this, Aaron Rodgers is going to do that, simply mm-hmm. because of the offseason. Like, I'm still trying to process how savage he was in the offseason. Yeah. And then up there and Dookie's the bed like that, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Shoot, we dedicated a bunch of podcast time to that. Yeah, for real. And, like, he just comes out there at 31-3, 38-3. Jameis Winston throws five TDs. Like, jeez. See, that's the thing. It's like a... If you're going to cause all that fuss in the offseason, you kind of got to be a man and walk that talk when the time comes to play. Ball out. You have to ball out. And, like, I know they won this weekend, but still, it's against the Lions. Like, it shouldn't yeah. have been a comeback win, of all things, you know? Yeah. The Falcons should beat the dang Lions this season, and don't even get me started about them Atlanta Falcons. What do you think about Matthew Stafford so far? Oh, buddy, that's a move that, oh, wow, I love that to death. I love that to death. Uh, that's an old, I remember watching him when he's at UGA. Dude, the black jerseys with no Sean Marino, AJ Green. Ooh. No Sean Man. jumped over that guy. That's hey, the fight. Play, they're playing Arizona State. Think about that. Like, I, was, I don't even know what year that was. They're playing Arizona State. When was the last time you heard Georgia play, like, a Pac-12 team in a regular season okay you know one thing i never got to talk about with you what do you think about texas and oklahoma coming to the sec bring them on we're gonna throw horns down all day and we don't care heck yeah that's you know I, i'm so excited they're coming over oh yeah i am too dude it is it's gonna bring such a crazier vibe and atmosphere to college football like it is going to turn tables for sure man it's gonna be awesome not that the sec wasn't already the dominant conference but you just added two of the biggest programs in the country. Yeah. Like, you just got that much more prime time. Yeah, like, no kidding. Now all we need is Ohio State and Michigan, and we're set. I was about to say, like, maybe Ohio State. Ohio State's probably the, or Clemson's the other two, probably the biggest college football. I think Georgia Tech should be in the SEC but, still. Who? Georgia Tech? Yeah, I mean, we're in the same state. No, like, no they are... Oh, I shout out all my Georgia Tech fans. Like, but dang, man, I can't stand Georgia Tech. You know I can't I mean? either, but. I, yeah, I, 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 I,
the Atlantic Coast Conference. Athens is closer to the coast than Atlanta is. But Athens is more down. Like, oh, you go to Athens, you lucky if you make it out. You go to Georgia Tech, you like <laughs> still like you don't go to a Georgia Tech party and see some stuff that you see at an Athens party. I know that for a fact. I, that has to be true. Somebody well, close down. I, I have some friends who go to Georgia Tech. That's definitely true. Yeah, like what are they doing? Sitting there trying to build a robot, like. <laughs> No, Honestly, yeah, probably. But all right, uh, any more NFL stuff? No, I mean, we could talk about the Falcons and how dirty they are, but we're just not going to. We're just yeah. going to save some breaths. <laughs> all right, so how, what have you been thinking about the Bulldogs so far? Oh, dude, I just wish Kirby Smart, and I know JT Daniels had an oblique. I know, I know he's hurt. I, I get it. Give him some time to rest. I know who we're playing, but South Carolina, and he's 100%. Put him in the game, Kirby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that just blows my mind to think about. Like, the fact that he would even contemplate putting Stetson Bennett in the game when JT Daniels is 100%, that just blows my mind. But other than that, hey, I love my dogs. They're doing great. Yeah, my Tide undefeated, but they've been scaring the heck out of me. Dude, uh, I heard a video on the radio the other day, and Nick Saban was sitting there talking to everybody in the locker room or whatnot, and, uh, he said, you come out on that first possession against whoever y'all played before Florida. And uh, he said, y'all come out uh, here. Mercer? First... Yeah, he said, that's who it was. He said, y'all come out here and play Mercer. Uh, first drive, you go three and out. You come back this week celebrating like you did something. Huh? You didn't do nothing. You went three and out first drive. Sitting here talking about these nuts and this and that. Only nuts going to be dropped this week is Florida when they dropped them nuts on y'all's head. And Dude. sure enough, they almost did. And that's what I was saying. It was just so funny to think about. Like, oh, my God, dude. I was sitting, I was going down the road just almost crying. So, I mean, it was, like, I know we got it together. But it was sad, like, just how bad we played that first half, the first quarter against Mercer of all teams. Right. But, hey, right. undefeated, I guess, is all that really matters. Yeah, but it would be nice if we could do it more convincingly. When was the last time we've seen a defense that's dominant besides Georgia? <laughs> Been a minute. Like, I know. That, that Mercer game, though, that was my first uh, Bama home game since I was a freshman. Jeez. I, yeah. It was crazy. It was great to be back in person, though. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was crazy. Like, oh, man, I bet it was crazy. It was. I just wish we left right before Dixieland Delight. Because we were hungry, but... Oh. Dude, that no. Jersey Mike sub I got, amazing. Was it worth it? It was worth it. Dude, I almost <laughs> passed out. That's the one bad thing about the in-person games. It's so hot in there. And I forgot to eat lunch like a doofus. Oh, man. I was about to lose it in, like, the middle of the stadium. I had to go in and get me a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Oh, goodness. You're just being all hot, sweating, hungry, and heck. Dude, my buddy Hutch, he was like, dude, we got to take our shirts off. It's too much. And I don't even think you're allowed to do that in the stadium, but we did it. I even got a nice tan out of it, too. So, Let's I go. can't complain. Garrett, Let's spring go. break ready in the middle of September. Shout out Hutch, man. Shout out Hutch. Way to take the shirts off. <laughs> get, get sweat balls rolling, huh? <laughs> heck, yeah. yeah. All right, so I guess we better move on over to the NBA. Talk oh, about old Kyrie Irving. Mm. 
Man, er, okay, okay, so here's the whole story. Nick Wright says Kyrie's agents have been calling teams saying he'll retire if the Nets try to trade him. Now, Kyrie said Nick Wright was lying, but who, who knows with Kyrie? I could easily see him saying he'd retire. So I figured we'd just at least mention it. What do you think about it? In a heartbeat. He'd be one of those weirdos about it, too. You know what I mean? He'd be like, Retire, like, the middle of January. Yeah, I just think at this time it would be best for me to, you know, just part ways with ball itself and really learn about myself. Then he just, I could see Kyrie (laughs) just walking off into, like, the woods one day and just never coming back. Just living out the rest of his life in the trees somewhere. Heck of a ball player. Like, heck of a ball player. Don't get me wrong, dude. Like, gosh, the dude can ball. But outside of that, and no, only God can judge you. You know that. Yeah. We know that. But I will say, I mean, just a critique, I guess you would say, just try to, like, as Stephen A. Smith would say, like, stay off the weed, bro. It's obvious. I literally said that about him, like, four episodes ago with Blake. Yeah. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, stay off the weed. Like... As a, as a person of your stature and, like, your, not stature, but, like, your celebrity life. Yeah, whatever. not his stature. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, as a celebrity, whatever he is, like, dude, you shouldn't be walking around here saying the earth is flat, wearing these hippie triangles, doing all this weird stuff, like, just, I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to do it. I don't know what you're supposed to do, but just, I don't know. He just yeah. makes it obvious that he's into more things that are just... Not like a, basketball. Like third eye, like you know what I mean. Like he believes yeah. in the third eye kind of stuff, just like that. And that's if you believe in it, you believe in it. Do your thing. That's just not me. Honestly, that's how you know the Illuminati's not real. Cause if it was, Kyrie'd be in it, and he'd be telling uh, everybody. Yeah, like he would be one of the yeah for sure. Unless he's just one of those people sent from him. Like you know yeah, what I mean. Very true. But, but yeah. same, I don't I think say, the Nets will trade him though. No way. I was just about... You literally took the words out of my mouth. Literally took the words out of my mouth. I, I don't think a trade... Like, if you traded Kyrie for Ben Simmons, like, as tra- oh, a players, okay. Kyrie is way better. But Ben Simmons, like... That's... If you just gave James Harden Kyrie's, like, ball handling stuff and plug in Ben Simmons for the Nets defense, I don't think that'd be a terrible move, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, but if it was my last option and I had no other way around it, yeah, that doesn't sound horrible. But that's just risky business because if you, I mean, that, that, that'd be a huge team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They'd be huge. Well, the Nets so, are favored right now, too. So, like, if you're the favorites, then don't rock uh, the boat. Yeah, no. you just keep what you got. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't stop what you got. Don't don't run away from what you got. Like, keep what you got right now. Stay solid. Play ball. Stay healthy is the main thing for them. If they can stay healthy, they'll be good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Do you see Carmelo call LeBron the Lakers GM? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's probably the most honest thing I've ever heard a player say. <laughs> I'll definitely have to look that up. Oh, my God. It's one of those things, like, everybody knows it, but you're not supposed to say it. Yeah. Melo is just like, man. <laughs> Didn't Melo say that LeBron called him and start, they started talking about something? I, I saw a little snippet for like two seconds, and then I, I don't know what happened. That's what, what it happened. was. He was like, uh, basically, LeBron called him and told him like they got a, like maybe they got Rondo or something. And he was like, man, I pay more attention to what LeBron says in the front office 
Like if LeBron calls me and says something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I can see, I can see, I already see it right now. I know, you know, LeBron's going to what, year 19? Yeah, I think so. Dude, that's so wild to me. Yeah, this will be the 2021-2022 season, right? Yeah. Holy cow, then yeah, he'll be in the league for... You well, think, no, yeah, 19. Yeah. You think he'll break Kareem's all-time record? Yeah. That's that's what he's going for at this point. Yeah, I think he will too. But like, will well, that impact the GOAT debate for you? Exactly, dude. Like, okay, <sighs> don't don't get me wrong. I went to Cleveland, did my thing my first however many years, eight years, not or ten years, eight years, whatever it was. Go to Miami. Win a couple of rings. Come back to Cleveland. Win a ring. And next thing you know, why would I not just go to L.A., pave my way, and I'm going to go get a ring here, I'm going to go get a ring there. I might just get, like, two more. You never know. Make a movie, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, And, like, at the end of the day, I mean, he's really done it all. Like, yeah. He's actually done it all, almost. If he can pass Kareem, he will have done, done it all. So I'd get six rings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't but, think... To me, if he, him passing Kareem won't move him up any of my all-time rankings, honestly. That, I, how, how would it not? Who's second on the all-time list? Carl Malone. He's not even in my top 15. Like, it's just a longevity stat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good I mean, he's, LeBron's already above Kareem for me. And yeah. Kareem's got more accolades than LeBron does. As I said, this way, he's just trying to do it because why not? Because, I mean, like, Kareem... People never talk about this enough. Kareem's got six rings and six MVPs. Jordan's only got five MVPs. All-time leading scorer. Like, Kareem's the most accomplished player of all time right now. Yeah. Tim, well, maybe Bill Russell. But Kareem and Bill Russell, one of the two. Probably Bill Russell. How old is Bill Russell? No, I said probably Bill Russell. Oh, yeah. I was say, Bill Russell's old. But, yeah, probably Bill Russell. He just doesn't have, like, other than the rings and MVPs, he doesn't have, like, the all-time stats and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. But I would say, what, five extra rings is worth not being the all-time leading scorer? Uh, yeah. That's literally a whole career. Yeah, that's, <laughs> think about that. Eight. That's, that's, like, multiple careers for some people. Yeah, that is, yeah, eight careers for some people. Like, think about it. Yeah. Dang that man, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, though, like, do you almost, like, when they when they make, like, the, I think it's the NBA 75. I was about to say, yeah, it's the 75th anniversary team this year. Yeah, you saw that? Like. Yeah, next time we're in person, like, doing this, we've got to come up with our list. Yeah, we'll do a top 75 NBA for sure. Well, do you think we should do it, like, the top 75? Or take the top 50 team and just add 25 to that. Yeah, we'll do that instead. Save us some time. <laughs> exactly. So I had to write out. Yeah. That works. Now, okay, y'all heard it first on the podcast. We will be doing that. I will say, we've got to stop promising that we'll do stuff on the podcast. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, like, I'll say, yeah, story time this weekend. And just, we don't do it. But no, we're we're gonna be better with stuff like that from here on I'm out. I'm back, baby. You know what I mean? I'm back. And all right, so moving on to the MLB. Tell us about them Braves. Oh, buddy, dude, they went out west this week. They'll be out there for I want to say the rest of the year. And when they come back, if they're not in first place in the NL East, we're up four games. We won today, eleven four. 
Okay, did we, uh, so when I saw you at Hunter's over the weekend, did I tell, like, did we talk about the Javi Baez thing? The I know it's, it's old at this point, but I just want to see what your take on it is. Oh, with the thumbs down? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Dude, I loved it too. New York will tell you exactly how you how they feel, when they feel, or whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. care. And Javi Baez is the same way. Yeah, see, I don't get why people are mad at him about it. Me either. You know what this means, too? It means Javi Baez is John Rocker's favorite Mets player of all time. That is very, very true. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Imagine if we could get John Rocker on here. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Joe? <laughs> what if we got John Rocker and Kwame in the same episode? Yeah. They'd probably fight. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. I wonder what John Rocker's up to these days. Probably just mad somewhere. I was say, there's no telling. He's probably just sitting alone, just chilling, sitting there. Watching the news, pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other MLB stuff? No, not really. I mean, shout out Edwin Rosario for the Braves. He did hit a cycle this past week, so we'll give him props right there. Yeah. Golf club. Oh, and I want to shout out to this right here. I got a, I got a job at a golf course in Ball Ground, Georgia. It's a private course called Hawks Ridge, man. Guess who I met today? I'll Dude. post it on Snapchat for y'all. Or uh, on Instagram for y'all. I'll, I'll get it from my Snapchat and post it. But uh, John Smoltz and Chipper Jones were playing golf today, man. And I was maybe five foot from both of them. Dude, that's awesome. Did you actually like, get to say anything to him? I told Chipper, hey, I said, good luck this dear season, Chipper. He said, thanks, brother. <laughs> that's all I said. Dude, that's dope. <laughs> that is all I said. I didn't have time to say, hey, nice to meet you. I was with him. like, about, 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 uh, 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 I was like, oh my goodness. It's crazy, man. Yeah, that's so cool. Do you get starstruck easy? It depends. You know what I mean? Because like, like, we I'm, met Shaq and he didn't see guard, bro, if, I'm, if I'm caught off guard, yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, oh, I freak out, no cap. I'm not going to lie. But when I know I'm about to meet someone, then it's different. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been caught off guard before. Actually, yeah, I met Mark Rick once at the UGA, like, dining hall. <laughs> This was back when I was in, like, fifth grade. And I guess, like, I was the only one who didn't. That wasn't, like, a normal thing. Because they were like, oh, hey, coach, what's up? And I was like, can I have your autograph? And so, like, 11-year-old me was geeking. Dude, I bet. Yeah, I was freaking flipping out today when I saw him. I didn't know what to say or what to do, dude. It was crazy awesome. It's kind of cool, too, how, like, Chipper and John Smoltz just hang out in their free time. Yeah, that is true. Like, they're members of that course out there in Ballground, so they're, all, like, the people that I work with said they're up there, like, three or four times a month. So like, gotta, literally just old work buddies. Mm-hmm. Like, at least once, no, at least three times, four times a month, they get together and come play golf. That's what blows my mind about it. That's a lot of time to be playing golf. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, dude, y'all should be a lot busier than what y'all are. Y'all got stuff to do, right? You know who's going to have a lot of time to be playing golf right now? Yeah. Rachel Nichols. Oh, yeah, the Amex Kellerman. Well, he didn't get fired. He still got a job. Oh, well, yeah. technically, 
Did they fire Rachel Nichols? I know they yeah. canceled the jump. Dude, they terminated everything with her. It was so funny when I found that out. Because I remember you telling me about it. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because, like, they waited till it was out of the news to fire. Like, people finally stopped talking about it. And they fired her. And they got everybody back and started talking about it again. Exactly. Like, what a sh- straight-up savage media move by ESPN. Yeah. ESPN don't care at all. Just ask no. Matt Kellerman. Top-rated show for five years. And Stephen A. just said, nope, not him anymore. And ESPN said, all right, bet. He's gone. That's so crazy. Only Thanks. time I've ever heard somebody say he's being promoted to the radio from first take. Like, that's the st- <laughs> Like, if you're going to demote somebody, at least be honest about it. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't say he's getting promoted to radio. Yeah. That's, oh, like, yeah. that's like if you're, like, an executive... Like producers, like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna promote you to costume design. Good luck with that. Yeah, that would be Jesus. I couldn't imagine. Like, I'm just I'm kind of mind blown. And I don't even like the new first take format. It's just like a new guest every day. Yeah, it's weird. And they always get like, Michael Irving was on, and I love to hear him talk football. I don't want to hear Michael Irving talk about basketball. Yeah, Michael Irving. He's like a Michael Irving's got a big old head. He thinks he knows everything. Yeah, but he's also Michael Irving, so he's funny about it. That is true. I love Michael Irving. You know who would be a good one to have on with Stephen A? Deion Sanders. Yeah, Prime. I would love to see Prime on first take. That would be hard. You know, okay, I want to see Deion and Bo Jackson have a show together. Or they just talk about football and baseball. Yeah, that would be cool, too. That would be a combo to have on a podcast. I feel like, like Prime would do all the talking. And Bo would just chime in like every five to ten minutes, but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, oh yeah, man, that's for sure." <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that about wraps this episode up. It's good to be back, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. You know, uh, same time next week. Sounds like a plan, brother man. And I will call you over the phone like we're gonna start doing it from now on. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, reach out to us. Let us know how. Uh, Phone quality and everything sounds is what we plan on doing from now on, but anybody got any better ideas, let us know. And follow us on social media. Don't forget, we haven't plugged that in a while, but Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're on all platforms. And make sure if you haven't already, you subscribe to us. Link to all our like places we're at so you can subscribe in the Instagram bio. So go on over to TWC Pod and check that out. And yeah. It's been real. We'll see y'all next week.